How many times have you said to yourself, I'm going to succeed, and yet you keep coming up short? You probably noticed that high achievers with heart do things differently, but you just can't put your finger on it. You're curious about why high achievers accomplish more and have more satisfying relationships. It's because success is the result of your mindset and the consistent actions you take. This show is designed with your success in mind. By revealing these powerful patterns of our dynamic individuals and guest experts, you can model what they do and apply to your future success now. Let's roll up our sleeves and get started. My name is Brigitte Höfele, and this is the Success Patterns Show. And happy Tuesday, everyone. The Success Patterns Show, where you get golden nuggets. And here's one of them. Success patterns are more valuable than ideas. Let me explain. Ideas, while very powerful, require a lot of trial and error and time to put into action. Just think about manufacturing. First, you have an idea, then a proof of concept, then a working prototype, then small production batches. And finally, you go into full scale production. This might make may take months, maybe even years. And you may have met some people that are great collectors of ideas and they do little else. Forget everything you heard about ideas. You're not looking for ideas. You are looking for patterns. You are looking for success patterns. Success patterns are different and success patterns are better. Why? Well, success patterns are proven have a logical sequence of steps to follow, have an action imperative, and deliver consistent results. In today's content-rich program, you're going to learn valuable success patterns, so make sure that you have something to write with and something to write on. We are hearing from an incredible person who has been in the aviation industry for over 40 years. He has a huge uh, informational array of uh, business aviation charter availability. What does that mean? You're going to find out very soon. And it all starts with group networking. He is a U.S. Army veteran. Thank you for your service. And I will say it again when he's on, who has served the business aviation industry for more than 40 years, as I already said. He's the founder and president of Business Avenue Jets Incorporation advisory services. He's the founding partner and co-owner and co-publisher of this magazine, Business Avenue Jets USA magazine. And he also serves actively in the business avenue, a business aviation industry on a full-time basis in multiple roles. And I cannot wait for you to meet him because he is one of the coolest people I have met in a long time. His name is Elijah Stepp and he is here with us. Eli, thank you for being on the Success Pattern Show. Brigitte, you're too kind to me. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. I'm on the West Coast, so I'm kind of, this is the best lunch I get. I mean, it's lunchtime for me and I'm, I can't think of a better way to spend my lunch. So thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for your service and thank you for showing up in a big way, Eli. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here. Business aviation. What does that mean? Or even better, I said it earlier. What did I say? Business aviation 
uh, charter. What does that mean? Well, to talk about business aviation in general, uh, sometimes you can consider business aviation and private aviation to be the same thing. Although more time business aviation is aircraft owned by businesses and they are workhorses and people that fly on those aircraft often work 12 hour days. And, uh, you know, business aviation has the reputation of it's just for rich people or fat cats or things like that. And in all honesty, um, 80% of the people that fly on these are working hard. And uh, the, a lot of them are in business aviation because of safety reasons, you know, things of that nature. Um, so I really love business aviation. It's given me a great career. And, uh, you know, now private aviation, it's kind of the same thing. But uh, yeah, and, and it's business aviation, business aircraft can get to 5,000 airports compared to 500, you know, on commercial airlines. And um, I started BizAbjet's advisory services, actually it started just a brand business aviation to give some of the positive aspects, like on business aviation, 15,000 flights a year are for humanitarian purposes. A lot of people don't know that, you know, so, and, um, and you're hearing a lot about carbon offsets right now and everything. There's statistic out there, all of aviation is only 2% contributing to carbon in the atmosphere and business aviation is only 0.2%. So it's a lot less than a lot of people think about it. But anyway, it's a vehicle that, uh, that it's a time machine, a lot of them like to say, and uh, that hopefully that's a good answer. It's a time machine. I love that. You know, where, where I used to live um, in Tennessee, uh, there were, we got a lot of tornadoes. And one year, it must have been, maybe it was 2012 or 2011, I have to look back. We got hit, our community got hit really, really hard in a tornado. And one entire community, like one big subdivision was just wiped out. Like, I don't know where those houses went, but they weren't there anymore. We had cows and trees and, and cars and trees, and it was a disaster. It was a mess. And we, as a community, quickly came together and helped these families that were, you know, within uh, within minutes homeless and had nothing because their belongings were scattered all over in the fields and, in, and, and, and everywhere. And, and some were just carried, I don't know where. But... It, within within that um, within that uh, tragedy, there were people that had access to what you're offering, private aviation and private jets and private small carriers that brought in chainsaws and water and yeah. and yeah. all of the supplies that we needed, like toilet paper and, and just just you know things that everyone needed all at once and suddenly there was a shortage of everything but they they i remember them flying out to i can't remember where um got a whole case of just steel chainsaws and flew them to chattanooga and that's the kind of good you know when you just said that there is that there's humanitarian services through that i want to hear more about that because that really that inspires me, um, and and so, how does sure. that fit in this aviation? I can't thank you enough for the example that you just brought up. I mean, that's exactly what it's about. And 
business aviation really steps up on that. But not only that, you know, there are several organizations out there, and I'll share the most well-known one, the Corporate Angel Network. And the Corporate Angel Network works with existing companies that fly airplanes that have empty seats. And they arrange those empty seats for cancer patients needing treatment. And they've flown thousands of people over the years. It's a wonderful organization. Uh, there's other organizations as well. And that's where a lot of those humanitarian efforts come uh, out business aviation. There are smaller aircraft that are shuttling people around at no cost to them, you know, to help them out. And uh, uh, in fact, you know, just recently, the tragedy in uh, Maui of Rainbow Helicopters, I know the CEO, uh, Nicole Vagilis, and they're flying supplies in constantly. So I can't say uh, enough good about business aviation and humanitarian efforts. Now, thank you. And thank you for that. That that uh, and we don't hear enough about that. I'm pretty sure we can find, you know, information in here. This is one of your pub publications, Pizzap Jets USA. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But you, you said something that I want to reiterate rather than, you know, flying into 500 uh, airports with business aviation or 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 or. Uh, private aviation, you have access to how many? 5,000 about. 5,000. And, and, the, and the, the reason that is, is, you know, a lot of the small airports can't take the big traffic or the big aircraft or whatever. So while m mostly we concentrate on there must be a business meeting or something like that, but it also, as you illustrated with the story you just mentioned, it creates a lifeline. You know, now your small airport is a lifeline in case there's a tragedy or something that goes on or potatoes or whatever. And if there weren't uh, those access of small aircraft, you couldn't get that lifeline in. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I just know so many people in business aviation that have stepped up. I'm so proud of the industry and grateful to be in it. How do you get in it? <laughs> That's a great question, you know, and uh, the main question I get is, are you a pilot? <laughs> yeah. And and my answer is, uh, no, I get that question a lot. I come from the maintenance and operations side all my career. I'm very proud of that. Uh, although I do know a lot of people that are on the maintenance side that are pilots as well. Uh, but it, really how you get in it is uh, basically obtain a skill. And right now, business aviation needs people so bad. We're short on maintenance people, we're short on pilots, we're short on everything. And now um, some of the airlines have started uh, some piloting programs with flight schools. You know, you could Google that, you know, but, you know Delta, I think is one of Americans, another, if I remember right. I don't, uh, can't quote my source right now, but, um, you know, and so if any young person is interested, they should look into basically flight schools or are you connected with one of the airlines that are sponsoring it, you know, things of that nature. Um, you know, as far as business aviation, for the pilot side, you know, you want to get going as quick as you possibly can and you earn uh, 1,500 hours. I mean, gain 1,500 hours is kind of the sweet spot of, you know, getting employed on the bigger aircraft. And a few years ago, I mean, pilots were paid just really small amounts to fly commuter airlines. And now after, you know, the COVID pandemic and everything, we a lot of pilots retired you know they were close to retirement now we're short of pilots the same thing with maintenance people um you know some i i gained my experience in the military and 
obtained my airframe and power plant license to work on aircraft, one from the military and the airframe. I got a power plant from the Army, and then I got airframe after I got out. But um, there are several uh, uh, MROs, basically maintenance and repair uh, operations that are implementing programs. In fact, where you, where you used to live in Chattanooga, West Aviation is one of those. You know, mm-hmm. And uh, they are, uh, if, if I remember right. But anyway, these organizations are basically uh, letting people go to school half a day and letting them work half a day. So they're gaining experience why they do it. So that's another option to go in. Or a person could go to aircraft, uh, we call it aircraft school. Uh, and, you know, those are out there. So, so the 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 learning on the job or going to school part time, and then putting the the learned information right into practice, I see that becoming more and more a thing in the United States. And I'm really happy because I come from a country where that's you know we've been doing that for centuries uh, yes. to learn on the job, and it just it makes sense, right? And I don't know, you know, you and I met, uh, you and I met beginning of this year, I believe. Was that the beginning of this year, Eli? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just say beginning of this year. And ever yeah. since, you know, you and I talked and, and, and I got to take a really good look at your magazine, uh, which I'm going to come back in a second. I, it, I start seeing business aviation, charters, uh, all of that more frequently. Now, it might be because my awareness is just heightened, which is a real thing, right? But I drive through Atlanta and there are big billboards of, you know, why would you, why would you fly, uh, why would you fly Delta if you could fly with a private um jet is it really yeah, is it no, really no. starting to become bigger well you know there are there are levels that you need to get at if you want to fly private it is more however um, i kind of fell into a situation where uh, a friend of mine wanted to fly private and he said i've got several people who'd want to i said well we fly from vegas los angeles and the same day and it would be expensive if you think and he said i've got several people so charter that you know you can also do it as a networking event and uh, basically and not that i mean you can look online you could um, charter.com or you know any and, and request uh you know and find out i partnered with comp fly air in fact the magazine you have so, uh, both EO, uh, uh, partnered with him on the side of the because um, they have an app called uh, you know Flyer app, and actually speaking to it, just bring the price to show you what what flights are available. You can do it that way as well. And uh, once you request charge a couple of times, you'll have, you know emails coming, let us know ordering and things of that nature. But I really recommend once. About and it's about the sweet spot. You know, eight people you can get smaller, smaller, and basically make a networking event up this several times. And and people said I, I can set it up, but you you can really do it wrong. It's not my that's not my main business. It's part 
but you know you can and and when you charter an airplane, you pay for boys or not i mean if you're like going one direction they have to take it home so if you try it out you basically just do it on the same so you get the ride back um, it's more about the experience so you could take someone off which is the ted anchor and say today with brugita and um basically launch around maybe a, a networking setup and, and probably spend one group i flew to l Folks did that. It was a lot of fun. The thing is, um, even if you don't make everybody very well into the flight you do, you know, it's, it's a wonderful day together. And that situation, example, is not for the destination experience in the networking. You know, that's one. I love, I love the idea of doing a networking in a chartered uh, um, airplane. I think that is that is definitely something that I will do in the future because that sounds a that sounds fun. It's different, and and why would people not join you for that, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's that's one thing. And I've been holding up this magazine for several uh, on several occasions now. You are not Thank just you. an advisor for the industry; you're also a publisher. Yeah, um, and I kind of fell into that too i didn't mean to you know but uh uh anna marie buonacore her dad started in flight usa magazine like 38 years ago like the in-flight magazine on that's on on literally every aircraft or used to be on every yeah aircraft. but um that might not be the same one it's like usa they covered mostly business i mean um mostly warbirds and small piston airplanes and but they've okay. been around a long time and mm -hmm. um you know, so she took that over and she called me when I started my advisory services. Basically, at that time, it wasn't even advisory service. I was just trying to promote business aviation in a positive light. And then they wanted to do a story. And um, I said, OK, thank you very much. Placed an ad. And then I reached back out and said, how about we do a business aviation magazine together? And she agreed. So we were I'm so grateful that, that we did that. And that was 2020 during COVID when we came together to do that. And so from my end, I'm, they, I, I have to admit, they're doing the hard work. She, <laughs> you know, Anna Marie's handling it, and then we hire a layout person. So I basically write articles and tell people about it, you know, and that's, <laughs> so I'm kind of well, cheating a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so, and, but it's, it's, um, it's a labor of love. In all honesty, so far, you know, the, the print ads pay for the printing and, and, we are a believer that print is not dead. Uh, in fact, um, I think there's been a couple of aviation magazines that stopped printing and have gone back to printing again. Mm -hmm. And now with the advent of QR codes, we can put a QR code in and jump to anything you want. You can jump to an introductory video. So now it's a good hybrid world for both electronic and print. You know, exactly. so I'm convinced that's it. And uh, so we're very excited about that. It's a labor of love, you know, and, and again, we try to promote uh, humanitarian positive articles in the magazine as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that is a big, big piece of that. And, and I agree with you. Coming from print, um, I would say, and I'm still, I, I will still buy magazines because I, I, I come from print. I love print. I love having it in my hand and going back to it and, yeah. and yeah. you know, highlighting what I like. 
Um, there's a there's a very unique opportunity that our listeners and our viewers have because, yeah, one might say, let's just go with that um, with that sentiment that print may be somewhat dead. Hmm. I don't agree with you with that. I'm I'm with you on that because I think when you have a really great niche, um, it gives you an opportunity to set yourself apart from all of the Facebook ads and all of the LinkedIn ads and all of the YouTube and all of the, you know, all of the other stuff. And that all has its place, but there's something very unique and it's, and it's, and it, when you have a niche, it is, I think it's a, it's a good combination of a niche and a publication. So you and, 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 and Marie, right? Anne Marie, correct. Anne Marie, you and Anne Marie, you do other publications. So if if there would be a viewer, and I know I have viewers uh, like that, uh, that say, "Hey, I am a real estate mentor, sure. and my mag, and I have this vision of uh, the real estate mentor magazine." You could do that for that organization, mm-hmm. couldn't you? We could, and I, I appreciate that segue because in real life, my uh, Navy veteran buddy wanted to do a veterans magazine. So we just came out with this one, and um, we do it two ways. We can be part owner or not. You know, I, we happen to be part owner of this one. I'm a veteran as well. And, um, you know, this we were lucky to get Nick Trot. He was a Secret Service agent. He agreed, very passionate about veterans benefits and everything. The idea of this magazine is for veterans transitioning to civilian life but yes i mean we we would be happy to talk to someone and maybe sit down do an interview what are you trying to do and uh and and i don't want to shoot myself in the foot there's other publications out there one called reminder media i think but they do this stock magazine they just stick your pictures in several places well ours is a true magazine that's yours yeah whatever your niche is whatever it is so what we do uh, i say we 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 hire another layout person and you know Anna Marie helps handle it. But what we do is lay that out and then the magazine per owner, they get to write their own publisher letter. You know, they do all that in the front. Glad to see you again. We always start out on a quarterly basis, you know, see how that goes. Um, so what we do is lay that out, initial fee, and then a fee for every magazine. Now, here's the thing: we can help sell ads. Or the person that owns the magazine can sell ads, and then they just pay us that fixed fee. It's a it's an additional fee in the beginning for setup and everything, and then we just have them printed and ship to the person, and then you know, uh, basically they can hand those out if they want or do whatever they want. And and so there is a digital version of the magazine, and then there's the printed version of the magazine. Yeah, thank thank you for mentioning that. I appreciate that. I should have remembered to say that all of ours are on digitally. We use um, there's a website called issue issuu.com, and you can you can search up BizAvJets USA or the Veterans Magazine. But everybody and there are several services out there. If you liked another one better, we could use another one. But yeah, those are all available. And then you can set the settings to download some. If it set the setting to allow download, anybody can download the PDF version. You know, so uh, there's, you know, you you have a circulation of so much in print, but then when you have that circulation online, it gets much bigger. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you can all, hey, by the way, 
you know, look at page 22 and tell me what this article says at this place and you might win a prize or, you know, whatever, just fun stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah thank you for, for mentioning that. Yeah, I love that. I, and, and you know, it's it's those little nuggets of, and I don't, I don't even, I don't even want to judge that they're little, it's those nuggets that create a pattern that will allow you to become, and now I'm saying you as our viewers, our listeners, become more visible, um, be more out there, um, and, and really have a voice. And with something like this, you have a voice and you have not just a voice to sell something, but to do really good. I really, really appreciate that we started this conversation with all of the good that one can do um, with business aviation and with having a magazine. Now, some of those success patterns, they, you know, we're human beings. We're one, we're, we're, we're one person. We're not being, you know, we can't just tear one part away and say, this is my business person and this is who I am in my personal life. We're all one, I call it Gestalt. You have been, and, and ever since I met you, A, it's so easy to get to know Eli. I mean, and it's so fun to know Eli. So at the end, I'm going to ask Eli how you guys can get in touch with him. Make sure that you write that down. Now, Eli, what I really uh, admire about you and appreciate about you is that you're in, you work out like, like you mean it. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> I do, yeah, I, I do work out four to five times a week. And, uh, four or um, five years times ago, a week. I tell you how I got it. I, 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 um, I did young, well, when I was in my thirties running and raising teenagers and I gained weight, you know, and I'm not playing out of the teenagers, but you know, life gets in the way. And, uh, I was up to like 220 pounds and I said, I've got to do something about, that. I know, I know. And, and so I, uh, you know, started watching what I eat and tracked it and had just gotten an iPhone. There was an app for tracking, you know, all those things. But, and then I got into, um, uh, Beach body, I did P90X and Insanity, and those were fun. Uh, but those, to be honest with you, that helped me get kick started and to keep going. So I, I just really try. And now, you know, I'm, I'm 63, so I'm just trying as hard as I can because I, I don't want to be a guy that can't move. You know, Dick Van Dyke is 96 and he still does exercises. So I thought, well, I've got no excuse. I love that you mentioned Dick Van Dyke. That's so much fun. Yeah. I didn't know he was 96. Yeah. And and yeah. you know what? Yeah. You're, you're, you're not trying. You say you, you're trying. You, you, you are doing. And I think that is the true pattern well, here. You. That you. you're not questioning yeah. it. You're not, you know, you're doing it. Right. Period. And you've been doing it. Well, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, you know, the pattern, what happens there, we're talking about success patterns. Not that this is, but you come to a point that it's really not about the physical. The physical is the icing on the cake. It's here. I, I've told others that I can feel like the world is ending at night and go work out in the morning makes all the difference. You know, I do it. I usually do a set of weights, depending on which day it is for chest, arms, whatever. And I jump on the, the treadmill for some passive cardio, not too hard. And then on the elliptical, and before you know it, you've burned 600 calories. And, and and your mind is set right, uh, at least yeah. in a much better shape than it was. So it's more of the mental aspect. Uh, so that 
that pattern for me is uh, sharpening myself to be ready for the day. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. So next time when you're in Atlanta, you and I, we go to the gym. It's yeah, a date. <laughs> it's a date. I'm in. All right. Sounds great. So, so I made a promise to our listeners and our viewers that you're going to share with them how they get in a hold of you. How do they get a hold of you? So just my email is the easiest. It's Eli at bizavjets.com. It's Eli at bizavjets.com. And feel free to email me there, even if it's about the magazine or whatever. That's just a good uh, central email for me to, to get a hold of. Just put in, in the subject uh, header whatever you're emailing about, whether it's a magazine or if you're interested in you know, a networking event or something like that. Be glad to, uh, if nothing else, give you information about it. Yeah, so Eli, E-L-I, at biz, B-I-Z-A-V-J-E-T-S dot com. Eli at bizfjets.com. Get with Eli. You will have an incredible time talking to him, getting to know him. He will give you all of the e details, and he will. you will have a fun, fun, fun time talking to him. I can assure you. Now, Eli and I are going to go, uh, we're going to be in Vegas on September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. We're going to speak at an event, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> we're going to be at Looking the, forward to it. Yeah, me too. We're going to be at the um, Africa America Wealth Conference with Joseph Nantuma, who was on my show just recently. So I'm really, really excited to see you Wonderful. here shortly, Eli. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Yes, me too. So thank you for taking the time out of your busy day. Thank you for being here. And uh, I'll see you very soon in Vegas. And for the guys and, and, and gals and whoever, if you're in Vegas, make sure that you get with Eli uh, Step yeah. over at BizFJets. Thank you, Eli. Please and for do. That's where I'm based. Thank you. And for everyone else, make sure that you get with Eli, Eli at bizfjets.com and tune in again and share it with everyone else on Tuesday at 4.30 Eastern time. That's 1.30 Pacific time. Tune in to the Success Pattern Show. Until then, I will see you very soon. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and you will notice opportunities to apply success patterns daily while eagerly anticipating next week's content-rich success patterns.